Hi, my name is Chris, and I'm the host of the Building Life Youth Podcast, the show where we talk to young birders to find out what makes them tick. This week's guest is somebody who has already been on our show before, but I am so excited to welcome him back. So please, without further ado, welcome Mark Haystick. All right, so I want to welcome back to the podcast, Mark Haystick. Welcome. Thanks, Chris. It's good to be back. How have you been? I've been good, thanks. Um, actually, got back into school this week, uh, getting back in the role of things. But um, it's not that difficult for me because uh, I'm, I do school in the botanical garden, so I get to do a bit of good until I de-stress myself. So, yeah, it's been good. Thank you. Okay. And how do you juggle schoolwork and birding? Because I know a lot of young birders struggle with that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, let's see. This year, I'm actually in matric. So I said to myself last year, let me give my year list the best I can do uh, for the garden route and claim career challenge because I know that next year I've got to, I've got to, you know, cut down a little bit on my birding because I've got to focus on my schoolwork, obviously. Otherwise, I'm going to drive my parents and my teachers mad. Um, but what I noticed, what, what I realized is that I can just work as hard as I can when I'm at school and then I'm actually in the botanical garden. So during break time, I can just spend my break time birding and just, uh, you know, <laughs> chilling a bit uh, but I think I can actually mingle the two together and do birding while I'm at school so it kind of works out quite well for me because I'm in the botanical garden so I'm not really stressing about it uh, I think it's pretty cool and I, I've got a cool advantage that, that way so yeah I think it's going to be a good year either way. And what are you planning on studying once you leave school? I'm, I'm definitely on the nature side of things now that I've been able to spend time with a lot of people in the area who have opened my eyes to many doors uh, that have many opportunities on the nature side. I've met like lots of people who I look up to here who have shown me that there's so many options that you can do in nature these days and with a world that needs more um, people looking into conservation, there is quite a big opportunity for youngsters to to you know, start now, to start understanding what is needed in the world today and uh, gain interest in nature and then um, go in that direction because I think it's really needed, especially today with all the development that's happening. So, um, you know, birding has opened up many doors for me and I've kind of realized that, you know, there's a lot of enjoyment in birding, but you can only enjoy it while it's here. So it's not just birds, it's, it's nature uh, in general, with mammals, plants, um, everything so I'm definitely looking into conservation um, and another thing I'm passionate about is field guiding so when I'm field guiding I know that I'm not just enjoying the nature um, I know and I feel like um, well I'm going to be doing conservation work as well so I feel like I'm not just enjoying it but I'm also conserving it at the same time so that I know that future generations will be able to witness it the way that I am too and you you've kind of dipped your toe into the the field guiding already um by seeing a very rare bird in the area a, a buff breasted sandpiper yes so <laughs> tell us what that experience was like sure i could only say it was wow it really was um so it wasn't just me who found it it was uh my friend justin fonda my birding buddy who we go out birding often together. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> when we found out that that 
is that was what it was. We just hadn't we had no words <laughs> to say. We just high five each other and like said yes, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we saw the bird, had no idea what it was, and then uh, looked in the guide at the buffet of sandpiper, and quickly messaged uh, Trevor Hardacre saying, "Listen, we think we've got this here. Could you confirm?" We got a message uh, a bit later when the rest of our crew joined us, um, a couple of other people who were burning with us. Uh, we got a message back from him. He said, spot on, I'm on my way. So then we just went crazy. It was excitement in the air like you cannot believe. I mean, to know that we had located this rare bird together, my friend Justin and I, it was crazy. I mean, yeah, so our first mega rarity find, um, it was just an, uh, an experience of a lifetime really was um and then uh yeah to know that 100 at least uh, just over 100 people came to twitch the bird was pretty cool so <laughs> I, I think a lot more people know who mark haystack and justin Ponder is at this moment yeah yep i'm talking to a birding celebrity right now <laughs> <laughs> why thank you <laughs> So you also recently went on a trip with one of our ambassadors, uh, Yandre, and what were some of the special birds that you managed to see on that day? Right, yeah. So um, Yandre came down from uh, Kauteng and joined us here the last few days of December. And um, Justin and I decided we wanted to spend, we wanted to try to find as many lives for him as possible in the few days that he was here. So we organized a uh, like a summary of the garden route trip for him in the last day of December. And, uh, yeah, we kind of, we covered, um, we covered the claim through. So he never had, he never gone there before. He never had a career experience. So we got him uh, nice stuff like, um, Karoo chats, some of the, the, the general ones like, uh, we Warbler. Uh, we dipped on the, I think we dipped on the, um, the tip babblers. But we got yeah the, the usuals and we went down to the Mossel Bay Ogallis Plains and got to Ogallis Longwood Lark, which is quite a nice one, uh, special for the area. Um, but yeah, all, all in all, it was quite a nice day. We had I think we got him 13 lifers, so he got a he was quite chuffed. Uh, but yeah, it was just nice to see Andre again. It was the second time Justin and I had met him. Um, uh, but yeah, it was just a just a good day out birding with. <laughs> and what are some of the recent birding trips that you've been on besides the, the one with Yandre and the one where you saw the sandpipers? Okay, well, this December I went on my first uh, my first pelagic, um, and that was something different. Um, so pelagics have just started from Neisner. Uh, it's quite a new thing, um, and we you know, we go out through the Neisner heads and see a whole lot of uh, seabirds there. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think I got eight lifers then, and that was the, in December. Um, just the day after we got back from Hermanus because we spent, uh, Christmas with our family there. Um, but yeah, that was a whole different experience and added quite a few words to my list. And then, um, yeah, after that, um, Justin and I wanted to get our list up for the year to see how many birds we could find, um, before the end and, uh, decided to go to the Nice Forest. And there we, <laughs> We we did, we thought let's let's try finding the Trogon. So we called and we played the call, and then three came up. We got three Arena Trogons, and then moved to another spot, and we got four more. So we got seven Arena Trogons in one day. 
um, which was a pretty cool end to the year. Um, and at the moment, my garden root green trogon list is sitting on 30. So <laughs> it's, um, it's a pretty cool spot to find arena trogon, uh, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, so I got up to quite a few things in December and, uh, <laughs> I, uh, Justin came second in the garden roots and plant root challenge. Um, and I came third. So we gave the, 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 the hot shots in the area to go for their money, you know? <laughs> well done. And tell us the difference between your, your first birding trip that you can remember and your most recent trip, because I'm pretty sure there's quite a vast difference. Yes, definitely. Um, so the first real birding trip I can remember was when I went um, to my first lakes bird club outing here in the Garden Roots. And you I mean, we just went to a usual place, someone's property with nice indigenous forest, and we, you we just saw like common species uh, like batis, green bulls, brown bulls. Uh, usual forest birds and I got like 30 lifers in one day and the adrenaline that rushes through you and the excitement is like you don't get that these days anymore because it's not every day that a bird a, a lifers of over 400 gets more than 20 lifers a day it's not every day that you get that so um, I've definitely experienced now that as your lifers grows the lifers you get the year shrinks <laughs> so um but yeah um so i mean when justin and i went to the karoo national park in november um we we went there looking for double banded course as our target bird we got quite a nice list of karoo birds got a few lifers and up to our year list but dipped on the double banded courses um but i mean you know that's that's the fun of birding you don't see it the one time it just makes you go back another time so yeah i mean it's pretty fun anyways and since our last chats have you managed to see the bird that doesn't exist <sighs> well it's still the same as last time <laughs> it doesn't exist <laughs> no unfortunately not no okay, so for those who might be wondering who haven't listened to that podcast yet it's an african front foot yes the african the undescribed species we need to have all those people no, who said no. they've seen it. Like, we need to just make sure they actually saw it. Yeah, we need to have a sit down with those guys. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. But uh, I'll get him this year. I got to. He's just, he's there. I just need to go. I just need to see him now. And do you have any other target species that you want to see this year? Well, the finfoot is definitely my main one. What is one bird that still fills you with awe every time you see it? It's definitely an arena trogon. Um, I think that the garden root is a lot of lush indigenous forest that is perfect habitat for them. Um, and they just, they seem to just love this place, um, almost as much as Brazil and Nepal. But, um, I've had the opportunity to have a lot of sightings of them. Um, and it's just, it, they never get old. I mean, the males and the females, they look so different yet so beautiful in their own way. Um, and what, what makes me, what what makes them you know you can't get bored of seeing them is that they have there's just so much behind that bird um, what I mean is like they have a story behind their name they've got such a history in um, ornithology I mean they, they they're, they're so beautiful they've got an iconic call um, and they're just such a sought after bird in South Africa and they, they're, so, they're so 
confined to specific habitats. So, I mean, yeah, that's definitely a bird that I will never get bored of seeing. So, is there a bird that um, when you're out on a birding trip, you're the first one that usually sees that bird? Oh, uh, not specifically, but if I see, if I see, uh, well, if, if we go into the forest, I know that the bird that uh, our group will want to see is definitely an arena trover. So, we're always alert for that. You know, we, we know the call, we know the habitats, and if there's an open canopy um, in the forest, we'll try to cup our hands and give it a call. So, uh, to think on the spot, I think it's definitely an arena trover now. Okay, so if anybody's still looking for the Narina Trogan, just call Mark and he'll help. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> Which place are you looking forward to actually going to? Like, have you been to Kruger? Have you been to um, Kalahari? These kind of places. Is there one place that sticks out to you and which bird are you most excited to see? Sure. Well, yes, um, I was quite, I've been quite fortunate to... Uh, I've gone to Kruger and Kalahari already, uh, both with Justin. And um, yeah, we had some amazing time there. But one place I haven't actually been as a birder, I was born there, but I don't remember the thing, is uh, KZN. I've never been to Kuzumimtol as a birder. And the birds there, I well, as you know, <laughs> are fantastic. I mean, such a, a different array of birds and colors you can get there. I mean, the forest birding, that's that's one thing I look most forward to because that's that's uh, that's something I've never, ex- uh, never experienced before. And like green barbets and green malcoas, I think those two are species that I'd most like to see when I go there. Yeah, definitely case it in. <laughs> awesome. Well, we, we definitely got to make a plan and get you up here because, yeah, we've, we've got quite a good array <laughs> of species here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Okay, so um, as we slowly starting to end off this podcast at the moment, um, we've got some exciting news. Mark is going to become the co-host for the next few weeks. So can you tell us a little bit about why you want to do this? Uh, Yeah, well, when I heard the news from Adam and I heard the news from you, I was like totally blown away. It was something I didn't expect at all. But yeah, um, I definitely grabbed the opportunity and said yes immediately um but i mean yeah i think it's an awesome thing because i look forward to being able to chat to other people around the country with a similar interest you know um and also people who are a similar age to me so i think i think that will be really interesting to hear other people's stories and just you know chat and have fun um and share the news around the world <laughs> yeah Okay, cool. It was really awesome chatting to you again, Mark. Um, I look forward to chatting to you more over the next few weeks. Yeah, thanks. It was great to talk to you. I look forward to it as well. And um, I'm sure we've got some really awesome things planned. We've got some awesome guests lined up. So, yeah. Once again, I just want to thank Mark for an awesome chat. I look forward to chatting to you more in the coming weeks. If you enjoyed this podcast and you would like to listen to more, please be sure to subscribe on your podcast player and follow us on social media.